Hello and welcome to the If We Knew Then podcast. I'm Stephen Socks. And I'm Lori Socks. It's October. Happy Down Syndrome Awareness Month. I was just thinking the other day how much I love that it's in October because right now we're feeling that change of season. It's fall now and everything's getting a little cooler. Pumpkin spice is in the stores. Just this great sense of transition and change and this year I had uh, some time to really think on, to really sit with the fact that it's Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Every celebration of awareness always includes a list of people that came before that were the ones who made the changes, who brought awareness and advocated for those changes. And I thought, that's how I want to start this episode. So what we want to do to kick off Down Syndrome Awareness Month is talk about some of the people who came before us, some of the firsts from the Down syndrome community. Yeah, in the past and and now. Right, because when Liam was born, we didn't have that list. So whether you are new to this journey or have been on it for a while, whether this is new information or a reminder of what we can do, what we are able to do, let's celebrate some people. When I think of Down syndrome and people that have affected the community. I think of the first person with Down syndrome that I remember really seeing prominently, and that was Chris Burke on Life Goes On, a television show, American television show. He played Corky. I think people my age would remember him, an incredible advocate. It was really a groundbreaking casting. You know, when I think about it, because there are still times in my life now where people do not know what Down syndrome is. It's not only a misperception or misconceptions uh, that are out there, but there's really such a lack of information. So when I think back on how he really changed the course back then, he started that awareness on such a bigger level. Yeah, it not only informed people about Down syndrome, it just kind of gave you a glimpse of what Down syndrome was, but it was a real glimpse into the window of a family that had a member with Down syndrome. It, it really helped to normalize uh, something that people weren't educated with and thought was so different. And also, I think the beginning, it's a beginning of awareness and breaking those stereotypes. So thank you, Chris Burke. Thank you, Chris Burke. Thank you. Life goes on. And while we're talking about actors, we, we have to mention Tommy Jessup, who is part of the cast of Line of Duty, a big drama in the UK, but also the star of one of our favorite movies, Coming Down the Mountain. Speaking of the UK, guest presenter of the CBBS just happened this month, uh, George Webster, an actor. He is the first guest presenter with Down Syndrome for the CBBS show, which is a BBC children's show. Very popular. Chris Nickich, who was the first 
person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman. Yeah, full Ironman. A full Ironman, yeah. And also an ESPY award winner. And he's running the Boston Marathon on October 11th. Go, Chris. And What a great month to run it, right? Right. And also, you know what? I love I love the the physicality of it because mm. I mean, boy, weren't we just knocked down with all the physical limits that they presented to us when our son was born. That's the story they tell. Well, low tone, they're never going to be able to do this. They're never going to be able to do that. They're never going to be able to do this. And Remember the fear I had that I wasn't going to be able to throw the ball with Liam? Oh, goodness. Like there was no athletics going to be in- involved in this whole experience, right? Right. And this is what social media is so good for, is getting those stories out that we might not know. So then the false stories that we get kind of take seed and grow because we don't see anything different. So I love it. I love the breaking down of barriers that these first do. And I know, I know we're going to miss some stories. There's so many more stories out there to be told and we invite everybody to share them. Well, I just, I just heard about on social media, Loxandra Locas, I believe uh, her brother reached out uh, just to talk about what she has done. And I had seen it earlier that she signed a contract to act in the Greek national theater. She's the first person with Down syndrome to be a professional actor in their theater. And I'd love to reach out to them there. It sounds exciting. Absolutely. You know, and, and again, how many of those misperceptions that breaks down? I mean, just articulation, cognitive, obviously, Alexandra can read. It's changing the narrative. She's changing the narrative. Jake Pratt, Jake Pratt was on, who was on our show, was on the high school football team. He's a college graduate. Just passed his driver's license test. Yes. So <laughs> when they tell you your child will never drive and you think that you, because honestly. You got 100%. Right. And he passed his driver's license test with 100%. So when they tell you your child will never drive a car, you can look at them and say, we'll see. And he's a full-time employee at UPS. Yes, he is. He's fantastic. He also had two jobs at once. He held down two jobs at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, the golf course. Right. I think of Frank Stevens and that. That 2017 The video of him speaking to Congress. Congress. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Game changer. And that, I think that was really brought attention to to the masses. Yeah. He, he didn't want to, or he, he didn't see, and it was, it's obvious to us, but he had to tell people that, why should I have to define why I'm here? Explain my life and, and give value to my life to everyone. But he, he went through and, and, and talked about the value of someone with Down syndrome. And uh, that was uh, Alzheimer's research, uh, happiness, purity of heart. And it's, it's a great speech. If you have not seen it, we will put that link in the show notes. But also his speech, I feel like that's something that we say every time we go into an IEP. We are there validating our child's existence and his equality. We're validating him. We're having to prove. I'm constantly being asked to prove, prove, prove. Mm-hmm. And watching that speech reminds us that we don't have to prove who we are to anybody but ourselves. That's everybody. And we shouldn't be made to prove our value because our life has a value. And it's not that Frank is just lovable, but the amount of love and compassion and empathy that he brings does differ from a neurotypical mind that gets hung up in the ego or what I do is, how are they going to feel if I do this? 
that, you know, yeah. how am I, I, I learned so much from my son about what love is and love isn't loving on a contingency plan. Love isn't loving if it's going to get me something or not loving if I think it might make me look bad. Love is love. And that's what I learned. Love is love. And that's what my son teaches me. And the great thing is he teaches me that, but he, he's a full person. He's a full mm -hmm. human being. And I think that's what people miss. And maybe it's because as a society, we don't love unconditionally. We have to think that if people love unconditionally, clearly something's got to be missing. Clearly something has to be different. But no, what Liam has taught me and what Frank speaks on is that it's just about love. It's that ability to love. And that ability to love is a gift to everyone, not to mention all the other abilities that are there. Once society sees sees us more in the community, I think so many walls are going to be torn down. But it seems like there's so many activists out there that there's so many more. Like every so more, every house don't has know an, them. Every house has an advocate yes. in it. I think of Heidi Crowder. Uh, we had her and her mom on. She's in a big fight with the UK's discriminatory laws. Uh, she's an advocate, disability advocate. And they're going to go to the high courts. Yeah, she's fighting for the equality of the unborn child with Down syndrome, that their life is valued just as much as every other life. Kaden Cox was the first person to score a point in a college football game. That just happened. Hawking College in Ohio. I uh, kicked an extra point, and uh, it, that was pretty fabulous. I, I saw that on the internet. And around the same time, I saw Logan Standifer. He plays the drums for Jasper High School marching band in Jasper, Alabama, and a phenomenal video there, too. What about Abigail Adams? Let's get some woman power yes. in here. Girl she's, power, woman she's power. She's Abigail the Advocate. Um, she's a public speaker, uh, a triathlete. She's the first woman with Down syndrome to complete a triathlon. And Jod Issa, who we have not met, but we have met his son. Sodder. Mm -hmm. And we had him on... Uh, Maybe a year ago, he was raised by his father, Jod. He's from Syria. Um, and he, at the time of talking to him, he was in dentistry school. And I reached out to him. He has completed his, his instruction and took his tests, and he's waiting on his final grades. Sutter is a beautiful human. Mm -hmm. He's a loving human being. He's so kind. Uh, just speaking to him, what, just what a rich, beautiful life. And he's the first person that we've talked to who was raised by an individual with Down syndrome. His father has Down syndrome. And I could go down the list, driving license, health, athletics, getting married, having kids. Those are all the things they told me that my son will never do. And to meet a child whose father has Down syndrome and to see that that beautiful love and empathy, how that affected, how he was affected, who he became by being raised under that guise of unconditional love, some of the stories he spoke about his father. It, that was a game changer to me, that interview. Grace Strobel. Yeah, she's a model from St. Louis. Also, uh, Ellie Goldstein's a model. She's the Gucci Cosmetics model. She's from Essex, England. There's also Madeline Stewart, who's a runway model. She's, she's walked all over. She's catwalked all over the world. Dubai, Russian Fashion Week, New York, Paris, London Fashion Week. Pretty fantastic. And I feel like it's the arts. Like you have, there's so much more inclusion and celebration of individuality in the arts. 
And I think that we all know the importance of the arts. Unfortunately, the arts get cut from our schools and that impact is great, but it's also great because you see that 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 is something that does really plant that seed of expression and individuality and how important and beautiful that is. Mm -hmm. We're waiting for that to catch on to, you know, the other areas of society, the really that celebration. I love, I love the stories. Paula Sage is a Scottish actress. She is a BAFTA winner for the 2003 film Afterlife. Jamie Brewer. Also an actress, Mm -hmm. um, American Horror Story. Lauren Potter was an actress on Glee. Judith Scott, She's an artist and a sculptor. sculptor. Yeah, she's fantastic. I I looked her up and saw some of the things that she had done. She had worked on sculpting with just fun materials and just brilliant. She was just brilliant. I just came across Colette DeVito, who is a founder of Coletti's Cookies out of Boston. And a wonderful entrepreneur who shows, yeah, expression through art is wonderful, but... I guess there's art in baking as well, but uh, to be a, a business owner. Baking is also science. <laughs> That's true. Baking is a science because you try to make some banana bread and it is not easy. And I think there are, I've, I've read this last year, so many different um, businesses that are being created by individuals with Down syndrome or for individuals with Down syndrome. You know, and that is where we're taking the lead. We're saying, all right, if you're not going to em- employ us, then we'll just make our own business. But I don't understand why people don't get that. You know how hard it is to make a business, Mm -hmm. like all that goes into that. And once people realize that's such a great tool for advocating, but everyday advocating, if the change isn't there, I'm going to make the change. It was like when we spoke with Steve Gustafson of 10,000 Maniacs and his parents did that. His parents didn't have the uh, placement, the independent living. They created that for their daughter because it wasn't there. And, and that's what we do as a community. And I, during Down Syndrome Awareness Month, we need to remember that's what we do. That's what we're able to do. And we're doing it. There's so many ways to advocate. Right. Karen Gaffney is someone that I should have known. I should have known this person. She's a long-distance swimmer and an advocate. She uh, is from Portland, Oregon. Graduated from Portland Community College in 2001 with an Associate of Science degree and a teacher's aid certificate. She swam uh, San Francisco Bay, the Alcatraz. She's done that part of that triathlon multiple times. And she's the first living person with Down syndrome to receive an honorary doctorate degree. She received it from uh, University of Portland May 5th, 2013 for her work in raising awareness regarding the abilities of people with Down syndrome. An incredible story, again. I mean, that's one that, there should be a movie about her life. There should be a movie about her life. And there's, and, and you know, for all of these people that we're mentioning, to read their stories in completion is inspiring and encouraged uh, when you have those moments of, of doubt. But also give Google a little uh, search on all the other great individuals. I know Connor Long, he's another uh, athlete. He rides every year for Down Syndrome Research. And he's an and actor. He's an actor and he's an advocate and he's an athlete. Just an inspire. He's another great individual, great human that I hope one day to have on this show. Like I said, I know there are stories out there. There's so many more stories, which is so wonderful. And, and I just encourage I encourage you to look them up and read them and to be reminded those are the stories that need to be told. Those are the stories that we need to propagate, not these stories that people from the outside who have no idea what's going on. And I will say that 
Because if the doctors who tell us these things, if the people on the outside who tell us these things really understood, really knew, they wouldn't propagate these stories because they're wrong. They're not even grounded in a truth. They're grounded in an unknown because nobody knew what Down syndrome was. It was discovered. And then when it was named Down syndrome, when they had a name for it, they didn't attribute actual research. They didn't attribute actual facts or what would happen if we took this life and we supported it and we helped this life make a difference. What they took was archaic beliefs when a society would take anybody who was different and put them away from a society because they didn't value that life. That is what those beliefs, that is what those stories are based upon is a society that didn't value this life. Why should we listen to these stories anymore? They are not true. Give me the science. Give me the medical. Give me the actual, the actual health statistics. And yes, we do have some health risks that are more prevalent with that extra chromosome. But don't give me your beliefs and your opinion Give me the truth and tell me how to support my child. Tell me if this is something that I'm going to encounter, how we overcome it, how we meet that challenge. That's what awareness is, the reality and the facts. These people, these stories and the stories of hope and inspiration that we see every day. To be honest, uh, having Liam in this house, I don't need to reach outside to be inspired. I am inspired every day of my life. And I'm inspired by my daughter as well. I think what inspires me about Liam is Liam does these things in the face of constant challenge. He's 11. He's 11 years old. And there's not been a day that he hasn't had to fight in, for his placement. He still fights for his placement in a classroom. He still today does not have a classroom. He's getting the support from his teacher, but he doesn't have an actual placement because of the discrimination. And because the discrimination is so blatant that they don't believe that we will fight back. They don't believe that we will stand up. But if my son's going to stand up every day, and my son is going to do the work, then I'm going to stand up for him. I'm going to stand up with him. And I'm going to stand up with you and for you. And that's what Down syndrome awareness is. Down syndrome awareness is, are we aware of the value and the ability, the potential of this life. And then we make others aware. That's what awareness is. Every marginalized community fights this fight and has this journey of proving themselves and standing up. And I would say just not having to prove yourself, finding that place where we have to know who we are. We choose the stories we listen to. We choose the foundation that we are going to build on. And then we put that out there. And you know what? There are going to be some people who turn away or don't listen and still hold on to that archaic belief. But that is not our problem. We can use the foundation from these people listed before us and stand on those giants, stand on those shoulders of those giants. I mean, amazing giants too. Yeah. And we're thankful. I am so, I am so thankful for this month. I'm so thankful for this community and for everyone who has gone before us and fought the good fight. It is a beautiful life. This is a beautiful journey. I spent far too long letting others 
take some of that beauty away or put it in under a shadow. What makes me sad is when I see posts of new parents that are overwhelmed and scared because the message that has been given to them is that same message that I was given. I was that parent and I want it to be different. I want it to be different for those who come behind me. I want that message to change and we are the ones who change that message. We are the ones who put the real message out there. We are the ones who tell the truth, who knock down those misconceptions and misperceptions. Let our voice be loud. And eventually those other voices will die off. And this will be what people know of Down syndrome. Please follow us on Twitter at If We Knew Then Pod. And you can drop us a line on our Facebook page at If We Knew Then Pod. Or visit our website, ifweknewthen.com, to send us an email with questions and comments. And you can join our mailing list there and get alerts of future podcast episodes. All these links will be added to this episode's show notes. Thank you again, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of If We Knew Then. From the